From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about changing your mindset from I can't have sex because I have a headache to let's have sex because I have a headache. And I found this quote on yourtango.com, which um, so appropriately fits in with today's show. And it says, sex solves most problems, including headaches. And we're going to be talking about that uh, in today's show. But before we get into this uh, this week's hug and before we jump into the show, we've got just a little bit of fun to share with you, the One Extraordinary Marriage family. And this show that you are listening to is officially the 365th show of the One Extraordinary Marriage show. Which means? Which means that you can now listen to One Extraordinary Marriage every single day of the year. We actually, you know what, I take that Except back. Except for leap years. Except for leap years. For year. every four years. Don't but worry. that will happen next, next week, week. Next week we'll have you covered for the leap year. But we just want to say thank you. Yeah. Uh, because it's Truly due to blessed. each one of you sharing the show, listening each and every week, that the show has now made it to this really important milestone of having 365 episodes. And so we just want to say at the top of the show, I know Tony usually says it at the bottom of the show, but we love you guys. And just thank you so much for being a part of the one family. So let's jump into hug because we love sharing the impact that you all Uh, the impact that the One Extraordinary Marriage Show has had on your marriage. And this week's hug is sponsored by One Extraordinary Marriage's 11 must-haves for the bedroom. And you can go and pick up that free resource at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash must-have. And, you know, as Tony said at the beginning, we're going to be talking about headaches and your sexual intimacy. We want to also equip you with the other things that you need to have for your bedroom Mm -hmm. to, like, get past that headache and create an environment where the sexual intimacy is allowed to flourish and thrive. And so you you want to have an environment where you can be ready. And these 11 must-haves are going to help you get there. So you know we're talking about items that can help you flip that switch from not so much to let's get going. Lubricants that work, because let's face it, there are a lot out there and they don't all work. You know, ways to set the mood and so much more. So make sure that you get this right now at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash must-have. Yeah, and each of those items we have used, tested in our 20 years of marriage at some point in time. You know, sometimes they come in for a season like we've talked about over the last seven years on the show. There's a time when a vibrator is needed and then there is a time when it's not. So these are just items that we've used over the years and some of them are still in our bedroom to this day. Absolutely. And this week's hugs, a hug came from an email that said, I found you on iTunes, actually from my boyfriend's podcast list. I've been nice. listening and it's amazing what you are doing. Thank you. I'm not married yet, but in preparation. Rather, I am preparing. I studied at least seven years for my profession, so I would like to prepare as best I could for the most important role of my life. Okay, can I just say that? Mm-hmm. If more people had the attitude that they should prepare at least as much as they did for their career or for their college education as they need to for their marriage, life would be changed. I agree. Marriages would be changed. I Relationships agree. would be changed. That's phenomenal. She goes on to say, as I'm typing, I'm listening to your latest podcast. One word, how awesome and inspiring. Thank you. 
I know our relationship is a bit more complex. One faith, different churches, different levels spiritually, busy schedules, different interests and hobbies, same love for each other. It's not easy and lovey-dovey. This is the most important decision we will make. Thank you for sharing your lives. When I listened to your podcast about the fight at the end of your vacation, okay, this was an older one. Um, it brought back some childhood memories. My mom and dad have grown and I've learned a lot. They've been married for 25 years. And she goes on to say her grandparents were married for almost 58 years. Wow. Holy cow. Thank you again. It is awesome listening to you and such a privilege to have your talks available in preparation. God bless you always and keep you. Just to let you know, this came from Cape Town, South Africa. Right on. I love it. Yep. And for those of us who are married, we can always be preparing, right? That's why this year we've called it the year of next level. Absolutely. Like, because we're always growing. We're always moving forward. We're always learning. And before we even start, though, we just got back from our amazing vacation. Yes. And as this listener with the hug said, you know, we've had some arguments in past vacations. I will happily say that this vacation we did go on, we have nothing to report other than it was awesome and fun, no arguments. We were we were seriously just honed in on that and being very intentional about how are we going to make sure that mm-hmm. what has happened in the past doesn't happen on this one. And for those of you that listened to last, last week's show on vacation expectations, you know that, that was something that we were really planning for mm-hmm. because the last few years we hadn't been intentional. You know, we, we would get the sex expectations part down right for vacation, but the rest of it, we were like, yeah, you know, we'll just let it fly. It's vacation. And so what we learned, if you listen to last week's show, Vacation Expectations, is that choosing to be intentional in another area of your life, once again, bears fruit. Mm-hmm. Right? And so you, we were on vacation last week. Um, and, and we do actually, you know, every week or every time we go on vacation, there's usually some podcast that comes out, right? We talked last week about the fact that um, what came out last, oh, last year was The Emasculated Man and mm-hmm. She's Not Your Mother came out of that show. And, you know, typically when we go away on vacation, especially if we're anywhere near grandparents, Tony and I try and get a night away. And this year we were traveling in Puerto Rico. My parents have recently moved there, retired there. And so we'd asked them prior to going, hey, can we, can we leave the kids with you for a night and just get one night to ourselves? So the whole week just to, to lay the foundation here, the whole week was spent at Elisa's house. Parents' and, house. Yep. Well, I didn't grow up there. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your, your parents' home, their retired home. And so for those of you who go out on vacation and are visiting your in-laws or your parents and you're staying at their place, you feel you know, you're know you in a precarious place, especially in, in their place. It, it was small. It was a three-bedroom. You know, it's island living. And... Honestly, I'm not going to have sex there in their house. It was that small. Their bedroom's next to us. It it just wasn't going to happen. And so that's where the expectation of before going, let's just get a hotel Mm -hmm. for one night just to get away. And and maybe that's something that on your next outing and you're with your folks, that maybe is something you need to do. Just put in the back of your head. That might be something that you just need to go, you know what? Yeah, honey, let's get away for one evening where you and I can just chill. And if you are traveling with grandparents, it's a great opportunity for them just to have that one-on-one time with the kids. Mm -hmm. So that was good too. So Tony and I get this hotel room that day. He's having all kinds of problems with his contacts. Yeah. My contacts were just driving me to the point where it's a beautiful sunny day and just sunlight. And I always wear sunglasses because of my blue eyes. His baby blue is very sensitive to light. 
it, even with my sunglasses on, it was just frustrating that I couldn't even keep my eyes open. Just painful, just watery, not fun. So he's dealing with eye pain. I've got this killer headache, right? And so we're like, you know, we're trying to sit out at the, where were we, the Rincon Beach Resort? Mm-hmm. Beautiful beachfront. We're sitting there and finally he's like, about four o'clock in the afternoon, he's like, I'm just going to go up to the room. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to come up too. I've got a, I've got a headache. I just want to take a nap. And so you already have to be thinking at this point, right? Okay. The expectation prior to leaving on the trip, we're going to get a hotel room. We know that's going to be the one or two times, depending on, you know, time of day and all that, that we're going to actually have sex. So you already have to be thinking, and, and, and I will tell you, honestly, I mean, it's just like, oh, no. Like, oh, really? Like, the one day we are gone, every, and, and I'll tell you guys, every other day, well, my eyes did not hurt. My eyes didn't have a problem whatsoever. So I'm sitting there just in my lounge chair, sitting by Elisa going, I can't believe it. Like, the one day, you know, the, the wheel starts spinning in your head. And I had to battle that mindset, or not that mindset, but the voice that was speaking into me going, this is just going to be another one. You're going to mess up. Something's going to happen. And honestly, I had to just go, you know what? No, we're going to, I'm going to just go take a nap. It's early enough. We can take a nap. You know, we may not be able to sit at the beach like we want to right now. And yet I'm not going to spiral out. I'm not, because usually it's me. So we take a nap. Yes. A good, I, it was a good nap. Though. It was a good nap. We missed the, we missed the we sunset. We missed the sunset. Which is what we wanted to see. And, uh, and I wake up and I still have my headache. Right? So here I am in this place where I'm like, oh, here we are. Hotel room. No kids. I've got a headache. And I know the expectation is that we're going to have sex in the hotel room. Right? And my mind is like, she has a headache. It's not going to happen again. Just deal with it. So, which... Again, is frustrating. Well, sure. Because this is the only day of our trip where this is happening. And we both knew it. Like we'd, we'd had the conversation for weeks prior yeah. to the trip. Mm. So, you know, I mean, for those of you that have been listening to us for a while, you know that Tony and I have very open communication about our sex life. You know that we've talked about the intimacy lifestyle and scheduling sex for the last seven years. And yet, this is the first time I've ever had this thought around, wrapped around the intimacy lifestyle because I've got this headache and I'm like, I wonder if, okay, I wonder if having sex will actually get rid of my headache. You know, because I'm thinking, okay, if I have an orgasm, will this actually do something for me, right? Because I'll be the first person to admit it, especially before we started the intimacy lifestyle. There have been so many times that I have used a headache as an excuse. Yeah, who and, hasn't heard that? And I know from looking at all the memes as I was looking for quotes and things like that to prepare for this show that a lot of you have either heard or used the headache as your excuse, as an obstacle, as a form of rejection, right? We tell our husbands, you know what? Not tonight, I have a headache, right? And, and so I've, I've been there and I was actually tempted in that place to say the same thing. And then I thought, well, wait a minute. What if it's yes tonight because I have a headache? And like, I just want to back up right here. Tony and I are not medical doctors. If you have like serious medical situation here, consult with your doctor. Like right. there's a disclaimer. But if this is kind of your run of the mill, like, eh, I don't really feel like it. The I'm dehydrated because you're not drinking enough. That would the, be me on I'm vacation. Running, you know, I'm running so hard that I'm not taking care of my 
own body and health, which tends to lead for, in our situation, both of us, that's where we tend to start getting those headaches or run down is because we're just running, 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 and we're not paying attention to our own body. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, here I am in this place of going, okay, we've got the hotel room, I've got the husband, I don't have the kids, and I've got the headache. What do I do? And And then, you know, the thought pops in my head, what if the orgasm will actually relieve my headache? You know, what if when I'm not feeling good, instead of pushing Tony away, I say, you know what, let's, let's try and get closer, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he knew I wasn't feeling 100%, right? It wasn't like I was like faking it and going, oh yeah, I feel 100%. Just don't mind me as I like, you know, put my hand over my sinuses, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, instead of using this pain as an opportunity to reject him, mm-hmm. if I used the pain as an opportunity to say, you know, I want to come closer to you. I want to be closer to you. Here's where I'm at right now right? It changes. It's a mindset shift, right? right? We've become so conditioned as a society to say, you know what, if I've got pain, then I'm going to push you away. I'm going to tell you, no, I'm going to like say, you know what, Heisman, dude, right? Get away from me. And and Elisa even brought it up though. You're going to know the degrees, the level from a, from a one to a 10, where are you? And for some, you know, a five, you can still go for it. A five for somebody else, depending on what that pain may be, it's excruciating. So you're going to have to know your own self. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to learn your spouse as well in this. You, you know what I mean? This isn't a place where, oh, you have a headache, come on, you know, they said to have sex. No. I mean, yeah. please don't use our words like that. Yeah, please. <laughs> I mean, if, you're, if your spouse has a migraine, and this goes both ways, folks, you, you know, husbands also use the headache. Husbands also use the, I have pain. It goes both ways. This isn't just a female or a wife area where she's saying, I have a headache. Although society would love us to believe that, it's not the case. So, you know, you're going to have to know each other and learn each other. And in this situation, in this instance, both Elisa and I, it was, for me, it was more of just an irritation. The eyes were just irritating me, which was leading even to my own my own like low grade headache. Mm-hmm. You, you know, so on a scale of a one to ten, I was probably like at a four, a five. You, you know, it wasn't so bad that I couldn't do anything, and yet it was still discomfort. Yeah, and it was interesting in preparing for the show too, because just reading how men and women deal with pain. There's a lot of research around this, and I'm not going to bore you with all kinds of statistics, but men and women tend to react differently to pain. And that's no surprise to any of you that are married because you've all been there. But what we want to share is just what we found worked for us in this situation. But before we do that, I just want to remind you again, don't forget to pick up those 11 must haves for your bedroom because you know once the headache's gone or even as you're trying to work through the headache, having some of these things in place in your bedroom is really going to help to set that atmosphere. It's going to help to create an environment where the two of you want to be close to one another, where it feels good in your bedroom and maybe it's the lights or the, the lubricants or you know even the salt lamp glowing off to the side or the silky sheets, whatever it is, you're going to want to make sure that you've taken a look at this list um, and maybe picked up one or two things to really create a shift in your bedroom. So make sure that you get that at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash must have because it's a list designed for the two of you. So, you know, as I was looking into why would an orgasm make a difference in my headache, right? Because so here's what happened. Tony and I have sex, great sex, headache goes away. And I'm like, Oh, 
like I feel like I just you know received the treasure chest of gold at the end of the rainbow because I was like wait a minute all these years that I've had a headache and I've said we haven't been able to have sex because I've got a headache have I been missing headache relief opportunity yeah have I been missing something because you know if I'm waiting for the ibuprofen to kick in um, well okay but it's not like I feel great after but I will tell you after an orgasm I typically always feel great I can't think of a single orgasm that I've had where I haven't felt great after. Right. And so I was like, okay, what is it about the orgasm? Like what happens? Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, looking into this and realizing that when a woman has an orgasm, there's this release of oxytocin. Your body makes it naturally. It's fabulous because guess what? Oxytocin is a known analgesic. It's a pain reliever. Folks, seriously, this was such a light bulb moment. Like here, I, you know, it, we were just, you know, in a hotel room and I'm like, I've got a headache. Let's have sex. And Tony's like, well, that may be the first time I've ever heard of it, but okay, let's roll with that. But when you're fully present with your partner, even in spite of having a headache, right? You, you bring yourself back into that moment. You're allowing yourself to say, you know what? And let me actually back up. When you choose to have sex, when you have a headache, this is not the, I'm just a warm body laying on the bed type of sex mm-hmm. right like right okay i have a headache let's have sex no 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 this is the fully participating i'm working to get myself into a place of climax right we're working to get me into a place of climax an orgasm and the reason i say that is because if you're just a warm body guess what it's not doing anything for you or for your partner yeah at that I, point I mean, in time you just might as well not Go, go take two Advil and, you know, wake up in the morning. I mean, that's, that's essentially what you're doing right there, right? Because here's what happens when you make a choice. And this is the intentionality. This is the same thing that happened, you know, when we were talking about not having fights on our vacation. This is the same thing that we talk about when we talk about scheduling sex. When you get intentional about an area of your marriage, and it doesn't matter what area that is, you see the fruits of that, right? So if you're getting intentional about not using a headache, as an excuse, not using a headache as a form of rejection, here's what's going to happen. Yes, in orgasm, you're going to have that fabulous burst of oxytocin, which is going to help with all of the actual physical headache pain. But you're also going to create a a dynamic in your marriage that is going to be a huge shift because no longer is your spouse going to hear, not tonight, I, I have a headache, and be like, wow, I just got rejected again. They're going to hear, you know what? I have a headache. Let's try and have sex. Let's see if, let's see if I can get to orgasm and break through that headache. And I will tell you that kind of, that kind of mindset shift where you're saying, you know what? I'm going to come to you in my pain instead of push you away is going to create a shift in your marriage. It is because we're so quick to build up walls and to say, you know what? I'm just going to push you away because I don't feel good that we don't allow our spouses to actually come in. We choose not to be fully present with them. And that's what happens when you have a headache. You're like, I'm checking out, right? And I'm not talking about your severe migraines. Remember, this is not like the debilitating, you can't move headaches. This is the, I'm annoyed headache. I'm under stress headache. I'm dehydrated headache, right? We need to, we need to become those people that seek out our spouses when we're in pain and seek out solutions together Instead of saying, you know what, I'm going to do this all on my own. I don't need you. Right. And I know some of you are sitting there going, well, I can't have an orgasm or I haven't had one. Mm -hmm. And so therein lies 
a frustration for you right now because you're just going, uh, it's not happening, Tony and Elisa. And the one thing I want to say to you who you haven't had one or you don't have them consistently, you, you need to, and we've discussed this before, is to explore your bodies mm-hmm. and understand what triggers happen for an orgasm to happen. For Elisa and I, it, again, it, it, this is nothing new for us. It, vaginal orgasms rarely happen. It's usually during foreplay and heightened foreplay. And so what are we doing and what have we learned over the years that allows us to have that happen? For Elisa, oral works. It's something that we have found over the years that increases her ability to have the orgasm. And in, 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 and I would say an orgasm that is extraordinary, right? I mean, it, it, it truly is. I, I would agree with you. <laughs> yeah. And so for those of you who are not, you don't have a headache today, hopefully. So start learning, Mm -hmm. start exploring together, start figuring out what works best, right? You you may have to be, and and I'm I'm speaking to the the wives here at this point in time, you may have to do some self-exploration and then share with your husband what works because we don't know. I didn't know this with Elisa. We had to share, we had to learn. Right, and it went from back in the day. Vibrators was using a vibrators was what allowed her to have an orgasm, and from there we we begin to go. Okay, well, if that's working, can we do finger stimulation? Mm-hmm. Right, and then we started getting into more oral, which she she began to realize like, oh my gosh, this opens up a whole nother door. But we had to practice and we had to learn. Again, vaginal doesn't happen that often for her. And so we don't stress out about that and we don't lose sight of that we are both still having our orgasms. Mm -hmm. We are still ejaculating. I'm still ejaculating. She's still having her orgasm and we're enjoying that time together. See, it's one of those things where if you don't know what works for your body, your spouse doesn't know what works for your body either, right? And so it's, it's this development or this evolutionary process in a marriage, Right. When we're talking about not using, because here's the flip side of that too. Most couples don't start off using the headache as an excuse, right? Most newlywed couples are not really falling into that. Oh, I have a headache. We're not having sex tonight. Because there's that whole like, let's have sex all the time. Right, right. And, And so that happens a lot. And then over time, we start using headaches as excuses. We use headaches and it becomes this tool, right? That, that we use where, do I think that you often have a headache? Yes. Do I think it's sometimes an excuse? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it becomes this this piece that we use, you know, as rejection. We we use this piece when we're like not sure what's going on with our own bodies, right? I mean, I could have I was dehydrated the day mm-hmm. that Tony's talking about that we're talking about, and yet when I get dehydrated, I'm not necessarily aware of it. I just I'm like I have a headache, right? I don't pay attention because I'm t- and Tony even said this. He shared this with the kids. He's like, your mom gets headaches when she's so busy taking care of the rest of us that she doesn't take care of herself. And for a lot of you, that may be why you're, you're, you're finding yourself in this place of repetitive headaches, right? You're so busy, both men and women doing for other people that you're not taking care of yourself. Well, you've got to move into this place where you're 
taking care of your body. You're learning what works for you. You're learning how to get into orgasm, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you're sharing that information with your spouse so that when you have that headache, when you have that pain, when you're most tempted to be like, yeah, I want to check out right now. You're like, hold on a second. We know what works. Let's try and not take the two Advil. Let's try and, you know, just get some time by ourselves. Yeah. And I just want to say this is tough. I know for many of you are just like, my wife won't, wouldn't want to talk about this or my husband doesn't want to discuss this this area Mm -hmm. of our marriage. And so for that couple or for that spouse, what would you tell them to do or what would be the first step they could take to allow themselves to open up and their husband or their wife to, to open up with them about their sexuality? Well, it becomes, first of all, we're not having this conversation in the bedroom. Right. You know, first and foremost, you guys have heard us talk about this a lot. Um, and I, I will continue to say it forever and ever and ever. If you're having challenges in the area of sexual intimacy, whether it's I've got a headache or something else is going on, talk about it outside your bedroom. Don't add any more emotional baggage into the four walls where you sleep. And then it becomes, so are you asking me specifically the person that has the headache? Who, who are you asking me? Or Well, I think sometimes even... A couple can go, wow, that sounds great, but they're not even able to have the conversation about talking about an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Y- you know what right. I mean? And so, I, you know, maybe something quick. I mean, I know we're coming up towards the end of the show here, but, you know, what, what's one thing that somebody who, you know, they're, they're, they've tried, they're facing that, and they want to share that with their spouse, and, and yet... Their spouse is like, oh, I'm not talking about that. We we were told never to talk about that stuff. You know, just lie in bed, have sex, missionary style, husband, wife, whatever. And that's it. Boom, we're done. Move on. It's it's baby steps, um, ultimately, because if if you both one or both of you have been raised in an environment where sex was not talked about, where you know you were told people don't talk about sex, that type of thing, then it becomes you know, oh. I mean, what a lot of people do with the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, there's a reason we're at 365 shows now is they say, hey, I was you know, flipping through podcasts and I heard these crazy folks talking about marriage and sex and relationships. Maybe we should, you know, like I listened to this one show and they'll drop in a show, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people use this show as a bridge to be able to speak to their spouses. So true. Right. Yeah, because right. we will talk about the things that maybe you're thinking about. Maybe this whole idea of sex and headaches and that type of thing you've, you've thought about in the past, but you're like, I don't know how to break through this cycle. Right. So to hear this show about sex and headaches and what if an orgasm would make a difference, honey, you have headaches all the time, right? This is not pointing a finger. This is, Hey, this might be a solution. Right. And so as we've said before, right, the problem is not between you and I. Correct. The problem is something that we face together as a team. Be it your spouse has a headache, and I know it's tough. Believe me, that 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 day when we're sitting at the hotel, it, you know, it, it's sometimes this tough, and yet we have to be able to go. Okay, Elisa's headache. She didn't. She didn't have the headache, or wanted to have the headache. Right, I mean that wasn't her plan. She wasn't there to 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 mess up our day away from everybody. That wasn't it. And so for us to just be able to just go, you know what? Let's just go take a nap. Mm-hmm. And I had to be in that realization that this isn't 
this isn't her fault. This isn't my fault. The problem is a, is something that we face together and taking a nap was the resolution. You know, was it, was it what we wanted? Was it what I wanted? No. And yet that's what needed to happen for us to just get reset and realize that, okay, we're not gonna, we're not gonna waste the whole day. Mm Mm-hmm. Or the whole evening, let's just get a reset right here and let's just take a couple hours just downtime. So it's it's taking those baby steps. It's using the show as a bridge. You know, you find those topics. And, and when you share, whether it's a podcast or an article or something with your spouse as a way to bring up these topics, you really need to check your motivations with the information that you're presenting. Right. Because, you know, it's like when I work with my coaching clients and, I, I, you know, we don't come and drop a hammer on our spouse. Right. We change the language so that you're talking about how you're being impacted by a particular behavior. It's something I work about with my coaching clients often. And, you know, we have tremendous breakthroughs. We do this as a team. Right. Because when you when you push past those barriers, when you push past those things that you've allowed to create obstacles and you focus on finding solutions, just like we did, right? Bad headache, got to find a solution, going to salvage the night away, right? Right. Then all of a sudden your marriage goes to another level. I will tell you that now that we've got this breakthrough in our marriage on this particular vacation, so we didn't get all cranky at each other, totally different vacation. It will change how we travel from here on out. It, it's, it's why we want you to be so intentional about your marriage relationship. Yeah. And so this week, if you are tempted to say, not tonight, I have a headache. How about we change that around and say, I have a headache, let's go for it. Let's not allow the headache to be what stops us from really com- connecting with each other sexually and uh, and honestly having a breakthrough mm-hmm. on that other side of that headache. So true. Which could mean much more than just that sexual and physical intimacy that you have together. For those of you, though, who are stuck and you're just grinding and you're just like, gosh, this is not going anywhere, I would encourage you to check out Elisa's coaching. Um, you can do that at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching to learn more about what she does um, with couples to really get some breakthrough and some action items specifically for you in your marriage and what you can do each and every week to have those breakthroughs that you want. We love you guys. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week. And don't let the headache stop you from having amazing sex. Love you guys. 